The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deek speaking. Everyone relax. This is Tofop. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson and uh, chuckling in the background. <laughs> Uh, because I just said it's been a great week for white men. Uh, is guest Charlie number one, Dave Anthony. Well, it's good hello. to have you back. It's good to be, good thanks to have for you having. Back, thanks for bringing me back after your yeah your big uh, success. Right now that yeah down in the but, down in the down under down under Tofop Tofop Live Oz. You did Tofop Live. Uh, I'm oh, sure. I just, I'm sure people were. I, I I like in my mind. I I feel like I hope people were saying. It was almost perfect, right? But Dave wasn't there. There was a Dave-sized hole. <laughs> that was, was that like, what it was called. Yeah, a Dave-sized <laughs> hole. Uh, there was a lot of people in uh, guest Charlie number one uh, Dave Anthony t-shirts though. Oh, were there really? Yeah, and you could see them because people were recording the show on their own devices and it would light them up. So uh, that show, this is our little buzz because I haven't had a little ch- much of a chance to talk about this, but. Uh, Uh, thank you so much for the amazing support of that show. It was one of the most amazing yeah. things I've ever been involved in. When we walked out at the start, the reaction from the audience uh, was insane. We put the tickets on sale, and we sold 350 tickets in six minutes. That's insane. It sold out in six minutes. We're like the Rolling Stones. You you should be in the biggest theater. I have never sold like I I sold over 20,000 tickets to my stand up show. None of them sold 350 <laughs> tickets per six minutes. Step I would have sold a, a billion. Step aside. Kitson. Right. It was so, yeah, it was so much fun. Uh, so that was great. And all the profits from the show go to the Royal Children's Hospital appeal oh, cool. as well. So yeah. we're helping sick kids. That's so nice. With sick thoughts and I sick mean, conversations. After all of the horrible things that have been said on this podcast, right. it should help sick kids. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good to even out the karma. <laughs> yes. So yeah, so that was pretty exciting. It was good. It was a really yeah. exciting festival. So it was good to be home, but it's good to be back in LA as well. I was very sad I couldn't be there. Yes, we were all very sad. But I am preparing, hopefully, to go next year. And how's uh, how's mountain life? Oh, how, I love yeah. mountain life. Is it life. good? It's awesome. I mean, it's weird because I've never had sinus problems before. But oh, because, now you do? Yeah, because of the elevation. And uh, and I guess they're, we're, we're right next to the Los Angeles National Forest. Uh-huh. So I, there's maybe more pollen or whatever. I've just never had allergies or anything like that before. So I'm having to take medicine now. Oh, well, because I was going to say, you look fantastic. You've got a bit of a mountain man shirt on. <laughs> like, did, did that come compulsory with the house? It was like a closet I just changed. full of check shirts. I, <laughs> <laughs> when, when you move up there, uh, the package comes and they come over and they give you a mountain man shirt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. On, on the last podcast I did with Jen Kirkman, we were talking about that Dave Navarro is uh, selling his, uh, his uh, bachelor pad. Yeah, I saw that. And it, it comes with... With his patent leather bed. <laughs> oh God! Can, yeah, I don't know how I feel about you that. You can keep that. <laughs> What if I don't the, want to keep the it? The ghosts of a thousand porn stars past haunt <laughs> that bed, God. and you can keep it. I can't. I I would I would never sleep in a Dave Navarro bed. No, no, it's no. too. I mean, imagine if you just brought in the CSI team. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. I think it would spell out his signature. 
You're like, that's pretty cool, actually. I saw that out of the guitar solid. shop. He's it's like, his handprints <laughs> and his signature. <laughs> He's like, I've been working on this for years. <laughs> that's why I wanted to keep, sell the bed. I didn't even want to sell the apartment. I just wanted people to see this. This is my greatest work. It'd be great if you walked in to look at the apartment and there was just a blue light over the bed. He goes, there you go. There you go. He flicks it on. Like he dims all the other lights and then he flicks it on and it just spells out. Or no, it's like a list like at the War Memorial of every girl that's oh been through God. the bed. Oh, beautiful. Yeah and, they, yeah, and and they're all there in a row. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he has one day a year, Remembrance Day, where he just... <laughs> Flicks on the blue light and stares at the bed, <laughs> lest we forget. Um, so you look fantastic, but that people down in the city must be thinking, Dave Dave looks fantastic, but he's doing a lot of cocaine now. I am doing a lot of cocaine. sniffing all the time. Is uh, that- uh, yeah. No, I, um, I, it's it's weird. Well, at first I didn't know what was happening. I thought... I- I thought I had a, okay. Here's, I thought I had a cold for a month and a half. Uh-huh. I was like, God, I keep getting colds. Yeah. And then I started. Do you know about Afrin? Do you know what Afrin is? No. So it's a nasal spray. Uh huh. So when I get colds, I usually take Afrin. Afrin for a couple of days. Now you're not supposed to take it for more than three days. Right. Why? Because you can get because basically it constricts the blood vessels in your nose. Uh huh. And but then there's a bounce back. So when you go off it, they they go. They inflame more. Uh huh. Blood noses and stuff. Do you get blood noses? It's not blood noses, but it's just you just can't breathe. Right. Okay. So then, so then, if you use it for the past three days, then it then it turns into this cycle. Uh huh. And so, and then I went online and I was reading it, and there's all these people who are addicted to it for like years, and they can't get off of it. And I was like, I was like reading this, and I was like, why don't you just? Okay, I go, first of all, clearly I'm in this cycle. Right. I'm, in, I'm in this cycle. Right. Well, if you're Googling information about it, that's normally... <laughs> Afrin, why can't I breathe? <laughs> if you're joining a support group, you probably do have an issue, yes. Uh, I started not breathing uh, about two years ago. So, uh, so a month and a half I've been using it, and I'm like, well, this doesn't seem right. So I go online, I read this stuff, and then everyone's complaining about how they've been on it for like seven years and 20 years, and they have to take it every hour. And I was like, because they, they all say, well, they can't sleep if for like weeks because their nose is so messed up that it, right. it, it, they just can't breathe. So but is there not sleep. anything else that you can take well, okay, to so, decongest your nose? No, because it, it, it messes with that so badly that if you take whatever, Sudafed or another thing, it what, doesn't... But can you not do like some sort of inha- like inhaler? Like, you know, you put your head in a... A neti pot? Is that what that's called? Yeah, it's called a neti pot. A neti pot? Yeah. Right. Can, can you not do a neti pot? No. Okay, well, a neti pot's different. I, I thought a neti pot was a thing you breathe in the steam, but you yeah. pour... You pour water into one nostril and it comes out the other oh it's no. i saw a video because someone because i went to the pharmacy and and when all this was going on and she was like well my husband uses a neti pot but i just take sudafed and i was like i don't want to do a neti pot and then i went home and looked at a video or someone sent me a video and it's someone pouring it in it's coming out the yeah. other nostril i'm like i would never in a million years do no. that that's the most horrifying thing i've ever seen yeah so uh meanwhile there's college kids going we could do that with vodka <laughs> let's get one of those neti pots so then I'm reading all these, like there's forums about people uh-huh. addicted to stuff. Okay. And then I think, well, why don't I just do it in one nostril until 
the other nostril clears up and then I'll switch. Good thinking. So that's what I was done. That's, that's right. what I Constant, did. It was, con- you're like, I, I, to breathe, I only really need one of you guys. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so I'm willing to sacrifice one. <laughs> yeah. I am robbing Peter to pay Paul. <laughs> that's exactly right. It's weird that I've named my nostrils, <laughs> but they're called Peter and Paul because I'm you very know, biblical. Peter, you're the breathing for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, you're down. And Paul's like, I don't want to take the hit. It's like the amazing race. Only one of them gets to do the challenge, you know? <laughs> So I did that and then I was fine. And then I, and then I started taking like, uh, an antihistamine, you know, oral. Right. And so then you just have to keep taking that though, but you can No, take- it was weird. Cause I, when I talked to the, this is so funny. So I talked to the pharmacist and she goes, Oh yeah, I live up there. So mm-hmm. me and my husband suffer from that. And she tells me what to do. She says, you, t- you just take the antihistamine for a couple of days and then it'll go away for a while. And then like a week or so later, it might start to come back and then you take it again. It's not like it's always there. Okay. But then I'm like, I'm like, well, okay, I could, she might be right. And then I was walking my dog that evening and she drove past me up the hill and I was like, she's right. She lives, <laughs> she's going up the hill. Right. She actually is here. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, but she did drive drive her car to her house and then got in a bubble and rolled into her house. She she lives in a netty. She pot. lives in a netty. Pot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we we started this podcast by me saying it's been a great week for white men. Yeah, uh, and uh, there, there's a three of them that I want to kind of talk about if we can. Mm, yeah, sure. Now uh, get your opinions on each of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is. Uh, and this is because this is tough for me, particularly tough for me, because tomorrow night I'm going to do something that I was very excited about. I've been working pretty hard for the last oh, uh, no. few months, I know um, and say. so I haven't really had a night off. Oh. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to like, no. you know what, I'm going to spend a bit of my hard-earned money oh, that I earned telling my jokes to strangers yeah. to go and do something that I love, yeah. love and enjoy. Yeah, uh, hockey. You yeah, a hockey game? yeah, I'm not going to hockey. No, um, I'm going to see my team, the uh-huh. the Clippers. The oh, LA Clippers, oh, oh, good. Play well, in the uh, NBA playoffs. Well, that's terrific. In fact, I splashed out quite a, a lot of money to take my one of my old managers, uh-huh. who I think you know probably deserves me. You know, splashing a bit of money out on her to buy her a ticket to the basketball. Sure. And he and uh, she and I are going to go and uh, sit courtside. And you watch, know what? You know what's great? What? Which night is it? Yeah, a Tuesday night. Oh, that's blackface night. Yep. <laughs> So that'll be good. Oh, it's so terrible. It's like, okay, so two things about this. Firstly, it's, for anyone who hasn't heard this news, uh, Donald Sterling, who is the uh, uh, owner. Of, and, and, and he's the owner of the Clippers and yep. for years has been a horrible owner. Like for years, yeah, terrible. They were the worst team in right. in basketball. He wouldn't pay salaries, and then he finally, for whatever reason, a couple of years ago, decided to start putting together a good team. Right, and now they have a great team, they're and they're a great team. They're doing really well, and they're yeah. really exciting to watch. And you know, I'm a fan of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's always been a terrible person, as you said. Yes. But this week, there's uh, TMZ released some uh, I mean, tapes of. I mean. I mean, it was. Mind-boggling. Okay, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about it in a minute. I just want to say the thing that I was going to say, which is that um, I bought my tickets the day before that came out. Oh. I bet I could have got those tickets a lot cheaper. You know what I mean? Like 24 lot, hours later. A lot cheaper. Yeah. A lot cheaper. There was, there was a real part of me that was like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> you couldn't have been a racist like yesterday? Like, it's not enough that you're a racist, but like... You're an inconveniently timed racist because oh. A, you've spoiled my enjoyment of going to this game on Tuesday yeah. night and B, I would have got the t- tickets a lot cheaper at the very least. A if lot I was, cheaper. If I was going. But yeah, so now I am a bit... Like, I mean, look, here's the thing. you got to... 
I mean, I think at the moment it's one of those things where you just go and support the team. Cause well, that's the thing is you can't separate. Okay, but we should tell people what happened before we Okay, well, let's get to that. All right, yes, good. So he has a girlfriend. Yes. Right? It's a girlfriend. Yeah. Who is uh, oddly, oddly, she's... she's A girlfriend or a granddaughter. Or a granddaughter. I'm not... <laughs> But certainly in that same age demographic. Yes. Somebody that starts with G that yes. is like 90 years younger than him. <laughs> there, there, was, there was the greatest thing which I retweeted that he, he, was, being, he was being deposed uh-huh. in some sort of court case. Oh, yeah, yeah. I and saw he just that. talked about, you know, and talking about just getting this, this girl in the limo just was blowing pants and started sucking me. And, and she just was giving me the greatest blowjob ever. And it just goes on for a, little, for a couple paragraphs. And they're like... You're being deposed. You're not recording a podcast. No, then, then what they, are you doing? Then they were like, the question was, have you ever like written a letter? Yeah. Like, it was just like, right. it had nothing to do with what he was talking no. about. He was just, just, I just about- uh, You're recording this, right? <laughs> okay. I just wanted to tell this story. <laughs> this is a great story. Do you know how long I've wanted to tell this story? Finally, someone's going to record it and write it down. Get this to the papers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, he... He has a, a girlfriend who who I I don't know how it happened, but she recorded were, uh, were they phone messages? But she recorded his messages. Yeah, I think he was like texting her and like you know uh, ringing her and you know saying. So I think the, yeah. So they so she's whatever, got on voicemails or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. right. And it, it was basically like stop bringing black people to the games with you. I saw a picture of you and Matt Camp, and I saw a picture of you and and uh, Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson, yep. and you know. Did he call them Negroes? Did he use the Negro I don't know word? if he used it, but he certainly, like it was about not being seen with black people yeah, it was and having about to parade them. Don't bring black right. people around uh, uh, upstairs at the games. You now, firstly, this is a guy whose team is coached by a black person and whose star player is a black person. Yes. Most of the people Most in the NBA are black, are black people. people. Most like, of this the is the guy who's is... like, I, how do I get to own black people? <laughs> Oh, okay. Basketball team? Is that the only way we can do it now without it being a... All right, well, I'm going to do that. I just need to own them. <laughs> <laughs> they can go and play their sports if it's, they like, but as long as I have a document. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it went on. I mean, the, the, the uh, messages are just like you can't... If it's true, if it's him, we probably should say that, although there hasn't seemed to be much of a like front foot denial in the way that you would... Well, the... They sort of did. They sort of did say it's not him. Well, the, the lawyer did. No, the lawyer said I read the because I've been reading everything. Oh, about so you, this, you see, the, the, you read the, the little the weaseling out of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And there's a, definitely a weaseling out because he he never actually says that it's not him. Which oh. you think if like it wasn't him, yeah. That like there's a lot of stuff of like you know if these yeah comments have been misinterpreted or if this is indeed blah blah blah. But the one that is the real weasel word was. He says that these recordings are not consistent with his beliefs or positions, which is like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. So that's saying right. that he said it, like, but he doesn't believe what he said. Maybe it's been edited to Look, get it, but stuff maybe comes, I said those words. Stuff comes out of my mouth yep. that I don't have anything to do with. No. <laughs> Oh, those words. No, no, no. They were just, sometimes I just say words I don't mean. I mean, can't you just talk to your girlfriend about girlfriend stuff? Right. Do you I not mean, have words it? that you like? I waste words all the time. <laughs> what are you talking about? I was once doing a deposition in court and I told a story about getting a blowjob. <laughs> like, I'm crazy. I'm out of my fucking mind. <laughs> Why would anybody listen to me? I only recently found out I'm not allowed to fire guns in the air at the game. <laughs> but you can do that. Yeah. Um, um, so... Uh, so yeah so all these recordings have come out and and it's the playoffs it's the playoffs they're in the middle of the playoffs and 
let's just say the next game didn't go well. Did not go well. <clears throat> and, but the, it, what, well. Did you see what the players did? Did you watch the game? No, I didn't watch the game. So they come out for the warm-up, uh-huh. and they've got their Clippers jerseys on, and they all walk out to center court, and they take off their, their, their training, their practice jerseys. They all take off their practice jerseys, and they throw them down, and they're... Their other, where it should say Clippers, their shirts are reversed, so it doesn't say Clippers anywhere. And then they just did their warm-ups. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's cool. A, yeah, I thought that was very cool. Yeah, because like, you know, it's not like he's, you know, it's not like the, the players think this. Well, that's the fuck, this like, is you the know, most fucked up thing of all, like... It totally affects the players. Right. It totally affects it the affects players. It affects the fans. Like, it affects the players even in the way of, like, how do you, if you're, like, Doc Rivers, or how do you, if you're Chris Paul, right. go out there and, and play do your hard. best for... The like, racist. Right. The, like, the, 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 there has got to be in their heads this idea of, like, well, this is sort of what slavery was like. Right. And how can it not be in their heads? I mean, even though they're in the... I mean, like they're, a, making they're, they're making millions of dollars. They're making millions of dollars. I'm just talking about the emotional part of yeah. it. Yeah, but the point is that every time they go out there and you know, do well, they are making him... And money. Money. So it's completely fucked right. up. It's, you know, for yeah. this guy that they... What I did like is how strong everyone's been. That's the that nice thing about it is like yes. it's been one of those things, and that's why I say great week for white people. I think, you know, when we get to the end of all the stories, I think, I think there's actually this is not a bad point in our history for some of this to happen. Okay. And I'll, I'll get to why I think that's true. But because even Obama commented on it, you know, he's yeah. on his Asian tour at the moment. And um, he, made, he made a really good comment. Yeah. Which was yeah. like, you know, we just have like, yeah. It, let ignorant people talk yeah. and they'll hang themselves. Yeah. And he's right. And I think he is right. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think the response to this has been, there hasn't been too many people defending, you know. No one. No one. No one has come out and said, he's a good guy. No one. No one. No one. <laughs> Because he's a terrible person. Because he's a terrible person. <laughs> and apparently there's been a history of them. Even that girl who blew him in the car hasn't been a word from her even in his defense. <laughs> um, so, and you know, you had people like Shaq and you had people like Magic Johnson. I mean, even to, like, this is how fucked up you are as a human being. That when you're, like, having to go at Magic Johnson. Like, Magic Johnson beat AIDS. I know. Like, I come know. on. Oh, God. Anyway, so... Uh, so that's yeah your first. Uh, I I I grew up in the Bay Area, so our rival is Southern California. Uh-huh. So, growing up, we were taught to hate all of the Los Angeles teams, all right, and the Los Angeles players. Mm-hmm. There's nothing we like less. I still liked Magic Johnson. Right. Everybody likes Magic Johnson. He was just a good guy. Right. How do you not like Magic Johnson? A fucking incredible. One of the greatest. Like one of the greatest basketballers of all time. Yes. Always played like happy and yeah. joyous in an era yeah. where that wasn't necessarily totally. what everybody was doing. Yep. Like, you know, as a contrast to a superstar, a guy who in any other era would have been, you know, by far and away the best player in the era. Like yes. he had to be in an era with like Jordan in particular, yeah. who, you know, I mean, look, you, do you know what I mean? Like he yeah. was, but never, yeah. like you never kind of felt like he was resentful of that. Right. And then he got AIDS and he was just like, eh. I'll just keep building cinemas and malls and I'll be fine. <laughs> and now he's like a good commentator and he seems like a good yeah. guy. Yeah. How do you not want to hang out with Magic Johnson? Oh, he's black. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's isn't that the most horrible fucking remarkable. Um, if people haven't seen, and I'll post it on the Facebook page when the episode goes up. But Snoop's uh, response that he filmed and put on the internet oh, shit, to it is really? hilarious. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, it's so funny. It's I mean, it's just fifteen seconds, but it's yeah, uh, yeah, it's really funny. So that's the first terrible white person. Yeah. Uh, the second terrible white person, you know a little bit more about than I. So I wanted to ask you about this guy, which is this dude, Cliven Bundy. That's his name, right? Yeah. This one's a little. Uh, this one doesn't. Give me as a, a, as much hope. <laughs> okay, so uh, America's crazy. We all know that, right? Uh-huh. We have no. I, there is there is in large quarters. There's no idea of society or community, mm-hmm. and there are people who are very much against the federal government existing. So uh-huh. he's one of those. Uh-huh. He basically has gra- grazing cattle on federal land for which you have to pay a buck thirty four a cow a month. Yeah, he doesn't want to pay no that wonder, money. No wonder you would hate. Government. <laughs> <laughs> rights. And they have limited the number of cows he can use because there are there's an endangered tortoise out right. in that area. Uh-huh. So by he, the way though, and like having in these sort of issues, well not in this way, but like over land and endangered animals, you know, crop the heads up in Australia every now yeah, and sure. again. And it's always hard for the endangered uh tortoise to get any like no one really is on the side of the tortoise like you know what i mean like we're all intellectually we're like you know oh yeah yeah but i'd never heard of that tortoise before (laughs) so i guess technically (laughs) if there was less of them they wouldn't really they wouldn't really bother me (laughs) that guy's a farmer right he's trying to just well i mean what's the fucking tortoise done for me (laughs) (laughs) no nothing right but that's yeah okay so then so anyway so he he stopped paying the government in 1992 and now it was millions of dollars oh okay yep. and but they haven't come to get him because he keeps saying i have a lot of guns and i have a lot of family and we'll stop you oh so then the government recently decided to start confiscating his cows uh-huh. and then he he it started turn started with a thing with his family and then we have militias all over the country right who hate the federal government. And so they all went down there. So there's like hundreds of dudes who are ex-military, ex-police, trained in battle, yep. who are set, setting up as snipers on overpasses and to keeping the federal government at bay. Yeah. So I imagine in the future off. when they study us, <laughs> they will be amazed that we didn't really see that that was an issue. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, isn't that one of those things that if it was in a movie, you'd be like, oh, shit's about to get fucked up here. <laughs> like, I saw Transcendence, which we should get to later, but... Oh, I haven't uh, seen it. But, you know, it's set kind of like just slightly in the future, yeah. right? In a near future. Yeah. And like, you know, there's underground terrorist fucking networks and you're like, oh, no, that's what's happening. <laughs> like, that, uh, this isn't in the near future. God. This is now. This, this movie that's meant to be warning us about yeah. something that shouldn't happen yeah. is happening. Well, all, the, all these guys think they're kicking off the, the revolution. Okay, right. I mean, That's what they think they're doing. They think that it starts with the cows. But and, then what happens? They well, what happens is a drone flies over and kills them all. Like yeah, they, they haven't they thought that through. No, they're so stupid. But it's it's still like it's still really. And what do they think the revolution's looking like? What do they want America to look like? I have no. Do you know what I mean? Because that's the thing that I'm like. I I understand. Like, and I'm all for people not trusting the federal government. Like, I think the federal government gives that. you plenty of reasons not to trust them. Sure, but. You, like, what does their world look like? What are they imagining this they world that want, they're fighting for is? I don't know. What Do they need more guns? <laughs> Doesn't seem like it. <laughs> Seems like they have heaps. They don't want to pay taxes. Yeah. 
And they, well, who I does? Guess they, but I guess they, they just want stuff to like. They don't want to pay taxes, but they probably still want roads, right? Like, it, none of it makes sense. I don't know what they want. They just believe that that they've picked parts of the Constitution that they think should exist yep. and discarded others, and they're yep. like, "That's that's." It sounds like anarchy to me. I mm. mean, what they're asking for. Anyway, so all that's going on, and then all of a sudden, that this guy uh, Cliven Bundy, who's the main is it Cliven? Guy, is that what he's Cliven? Cliven. Yeah. yeah, it's great. He comes out and just all of a sudden gives this speech in right. front of reporters and right. stuff. Because at this point, I, I think this is important to the story. At this point, there seemed to be some sort of groundswell of support for him by those sort of disenfranchised yes, people. Fox who, News right? uh, was getting on his side. and Because he's and an all American the hero who's well, just yeah. trying to keep America American. Right. All the, all, the, Americans. all the Republicans were like, this guy yeah. is just doing what he needs to do and why is the right. government getting down on his back? Why can't a guy have like heaps of guns and not pay tax? Right, right. right? Why can't he just have his cows go out on federal land and eat yeah. everything and kill the tortoises? That's what they do. That's Let them be. Right. And then you're like, hey, you know, in his world, um, there probably would be no Fox News. Right. Because the system that they're advocating for doesn't actually support the system that you live in. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, now that you pointed that out, I well, regret all I lo- the decisions I've made. I love the, I, I love the idea of Republicans, and they were all coming out and saying how, how great this guy was, uh, but he's against the federal government. So basically, a politician is saying, right. this guy is spot on who thinks I shouldn't have a job or exist. It's the dumbest. He's against paying the thing that pays your wage. He's against the, he doesn't believe in the federal government. Right, the idea of it. No, he just thinks it should be, the state of Nevada should exist, but not the government. Right. So then everyone's gathered around and he comes out and he says, look, the Negro, and right there, (laughs) you know you're in in trouble. That's actually, (laughs) you start with, if that's your lead. Yeah. He Even says, if you're saying something nice immediately after. <laughs> <Do you mean? laughs> the Negro is uh, is worse off than he was as a slave because now they're out all getting abortions and, and they're all going to jail and they just sit around and live off of government subsidies. They were better off picking cotton. Mm-hmm. So he says that out loud. Yeah. And everyone's like... Oh, um, oh, no. You know, we no, weren't actually... No. <laughs> no. No. Can we not... Um... No. <laughs> yeah, but the funny thing is, is all those militias are racist. Right. So they're still there. They're yeah. not going anywhere. No, no, no. Oh, no, they agree. Yeah, they're like, yeah, brother. Yeah. Where, where are you going, Fox News? Because mm-hmm. even they had to back off at that point, They did, they? but they didn't cover it very much. Right. They were like, that kind of happened. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, no. <laughs> Look over there. Something's shiny. Uh, yeah, so there, there was Cliff and, uh, Cliff and Bundy. So they're my two terrible white people who are terrible racists this week. Yeah. But there's another guy that I'm going to add to my list of great week for white people. Just, you know, like blokes that make you ashamed to be yeah. blokes. Uh, this one disturbs me. If that last one disturbed you a little bit more because you're like, well, I think there's still a lot of America that's like that. Yeah, there is. This one disturbs me more because this dude is a celebrated dude and I can't understand why. Okay. I don't even know what his name is. I don't actually want to know more stuff about him. Okay. But you'll know the story. You don't know what his name is? No. Okay. Um, but people will know who he is and if you're interested, you can look it up. But I, I could not give a shit. I don't so even want to give him the credit. So then to, we're, then we're going to talk about the nameless, the nameless cock. Yeah, but you will hear the... You'll know the story. The story was big around the world this week and you might okay. know a little bit of his backstory. He's a professional poker player and he's become a uh, superstar on Instagram because he posts like... Um, he's just like living this like 
rich, excessive life. Oh, oh, so, so, he shows, post- so he posts like, there's my car and right. that kind of shit. Yeah. And like yeah. him in a helicopter yeah. and like, oh, and then like, yeah. it's all uh, him and porn stars. Yeah. So it's always oh, him and porn stars. Yeah. So it's always like him and like five porn stars in a spa and he's like grabbing their boobs yeah. or like whatever. And he's become this like hero to people on oh, the internet. As he should be. Right. Because he's I mean, a great if, person. He is a great person. Yeah. If you have money. From playing cards. From playing cards. Yeah. Then you should always be fucking porn stars. Right. What, what a better way to show that you're maturing in, as an adult. Right. Than by fucking porn stars. Well, what better thing to do with money that you won? Yeah. I mean, because you couldn't spend any of it on anything good. No. 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 So anyway, he's, he's a terrible, terrible human being. Uh-huh. But he made the news this week because he uh, threw a porn star off his roof. Oh, shit. I saw that. Did you see this story? So, I, didn't, I didn't know that's what he was. I just, yeah. I, I clicked on a link and I was like, what? And then I just watched the video and I was like, good God, right. what the fuck just happened? Yeah, this guy, like, grabbed, because I saw the video as well. Yeah. And he grabbed. I actually then went and looked at her porn. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't look him up. <laughs> what I did was saw, I went to look at what, what kind of work was she was going to be missing out on for a little while. I also did that. <laughs> have a look it's research i mean it's like no but to put it in context because she said that because she was injured because she because uh, she broke her foot is the point if you've not seen the video so yeah. he threw her off the roof and he was trying to throw her in the pool but she hit the edge of the pool and she broke her foot but was she was she for being thrown in or were they just up on the like that's what i can't figure out like okay yeah, yeah no all right so firstly um she said that she couldn't work anymore. She couldn't do any scenes. So I wanted to see what sort of scenes she was doing where she couldn't. Right, because you know, her foot's broken. Her right? foot's broken. But, so, but but I unless have she's never foot fucking person. Yeah, right. I, I mean, I don't, there are those videos. She on could the be internet. a foot fucker. Yeah. But the videos I saw, she was using her vagina. Right. Yeah. And her mouth and her asshole. And I think there'd be like uh, there'd be a market for a broken foot. A broken foot. Oh, hobbles. There would. Have be. you seen hobble, hobble? porn? <laughs> Hobbled one through nine? Yeah, at hobble8.com, right? That's where you download that. Hobble clips. Oh, you mean amputees? No, 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 not weird. Just people who are slightly inconvenienced. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So she was there. I read more about this story. So she's she, naked on the roof. Yeah, she's naked on the roof. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, when you uh, uh, sometimes you just got so many pawns. Yeah. No, I know. Sometimes you they, just gotta... they move into the roof like possums. <laughs> <laughs> so he was up there. He was up there with a broom. Just... <laughs> He's just clearing the naked porn stars off the roof. <laughs> Apparently, she was there doing a a film shoot for Hustler. Oh, okay. So she was being she was being photographed. Yeah, she was being photographed. Sorry. Yeah, oh, for, okay. yeah for Hustler. Yeah. And, and, he just, and he just came up behind her? Well, I think that, you know, he's always... I don't, I should, look, I, I'm not really sure. Yeah. I imagine she was there and they were having a good time or doing whatever. Yeah. Yeah, these porn stars do at his party. Yeah. He seems to be popular with porn stars. So. Sure. And, you know, so hijinks, that's mm-hmm. what they get up to, clearly. Yep. And so he gets her up on the roof and thinks, I'm going to throw her in the pool. Yeah. But if you see her, she's not really particularly into the idea of being picked no, up and thrown into the it pool. It doesn't seem like it. And secondly, she's not particularly into the way that he picks her up. No, it's which not. Which is a... by the vagina. <laughs> like, even if you are going to throw someone in a pool, you don't throw them by... Like, that is not a fireman's lift. No, but and if you do, you have to throw them like a bowling ball. Right. You can't pick them up and, and huck them. No. You've got you to gotta get a nice underswing That's going. That's right. Yeah. 
I mean, everyone knows that. Everybody knows Everybody. that. Everybody. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's not your first time around a vagina. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, no, it's not. No, clearly not. Clearly from his Instagram. No. But like, yeah, much like the bowling analogy, he's not released at the right time and he's like hit a gutter ball and yeah. he's broken her foot and now she can't, she can't work. That's wrong. Yeah. You shouldn't, first of all. But also, and I don't mean this, no one deserves to be thrown off a roof. No one deserves to be thrown off a the roof. The upside is... If, if our uh, sample is any indication, most of the men who read that article <laughs> have now viewed her porn. <laughs> and so uh, she's probably going to be fine. She's going to, yeah. In six weeks when the ankle hears up, yeah. she's going to get a lot more People bookings be than like, she was oh, getting. Oh, first one back. And everyone's going to be very excited. Yeah. And yeah, then there'll no, be themes. Right. There'll be like a whole lot of like, you know, she'll be doing that actually in every video from yeah. now on, you know. Her profile went up, right? right. So she can make more money. But it's, she's still suing him, which she should. Yeah, which she should as well. You shouldn't throw people off. No, she should get both yeah she should get a settlement from him yeah. and her porn star career should go through the roof yeah yeah that's so we're in agreement right yeah uh so secondly uh the other one that i checked out in that same mold was uh the duke student you know there was the student from duke university or something who like came out and did this big article online oh, the girl, about the, yeah. the girl porn star yeah, yeah. and then kind of got interviewed everywhere yeah like that was another one when i read that article i was like well now i have to go and yes i, mean, I, I know I, look. Um, I mean for research i did the same thing look yeah. if if there's a, a legitimate news story about a porn star oh i always my job yeah to do research. Well, you're a social commentator. Uh, yes. I, I also did it with the five porn stars that are in Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't know there were five porn stars five, in the game. Yeah. The, like the prostitutes? Yeah, a lot of the, yeah. Because, yes, a lot of them are porn stars. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. So right. there you go. Something right. to Google on the way. I also Googled Peter Dinklage because uh, there's someone had said that there's a picture of him walking around with a baby and a baby Bjorn. And, um, I found the picture and it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a super hot wife. Yeah. Yeah. Dinklage. Yeah. He's one of the coolest guys, out but he there. is cool. That's why, why wouldn't he have a super there, hot wife? There has never been a little person who ha has, who who has been like legitimately treated with respect and cool, just as an uh, actor? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, like, in, like he's like, like he's, no one's like, and this is a terrible thing to say, but we know exactly what you mean, which is no one's like he's good for a little person or right. he's handsome for a little person or he's the right. most. No, like you're Peter Dinklage like is like just he's just fucking cool. He's just cool. He's just cool. Yeah, yeah. He's just like. He's like, I want to see him in stuff. Right. A lot of stuff. Yeah, exactly. He's almost got like a Clint Eastwood thing about it. Right. Yeah. He should re remake all Clint Eastwood's movies. But oh, tiny. my God. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Harry. Oh, my God. What about that old one where he's a racist? What about every... <laughs> What, what about every which way but loose? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> he, you know he couldn't do that movie. You know why? What do you know about the orangutans and or monkeys and um and little people? What? <clears throat> so <clears throat> I know a guy who was having a party, and it was like a big Hollywood thing, and they're assholes, so they do stupid shit at these parties. Uh -huh. So he calls up a friend of his, who's, like Wolf of Wall Street style. Like, yeah, you know, stupid shit. It's stupid shit yeah. where you're like, they'll, you know, whatever. They have people, whatever. So <clears throat> he calls up this guy who's a little person and he says, 
uh, hey, man, I'm having a party. You want to come? It's going to be this big thing. We're going to do a lot of crazy stuff, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, yeah, that sounds great. And then there's a pause, and he goes, hold on. Are they going to be, you saying it's crazy? Are they going to be like orangutans or monkeys? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, fuck. I can't go. <laughs> I don't know if this is true. <laughs> the guy told me the story. Apparently, they when they see little people, they see them as a threat. Oh. And so they'll attack them. Right. I don't know if that's true, but this is what I was told in this story. No, that makes that makes sense. But that's a horrifying like oh. that's such a fucking bummer. Right. Oh yeah. Like not only are you a little person, but now you have a natural <laughs> you, predator. You gotta watch over monkeys. Watch over. You can't go to Africa. You can't go to can't go, Nepal. Can't, can't even go to the zoo just in case. You know what I mean? God, it's horrible. Oh, anyway, wow. more Dinklage. If they ever kill him on Game of Thrones, I don't know if I'll watch it anymore. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, like he's the one character that like is because it's, they can kill anybody. Because that's a show where they can kill any, anybody. They else. can't kill him. He's yeah. He's about the only one in the whole show where I'd be like, okay, that's I, I don't want him to. He is the show to yeah. me. Like I, that's the guy I want to follow. Yeah, he's such a great actor. Yeah, he's really good. Um, all right. Uh, Speaking of people who used to be great actors. <laughs> I'm right here. I went and saw the movie Transcendence. Yeah, I, I had, I, last night I had a choice because I was like, oh, yeah? was I, I had to go see a movie. It was Transcendence or uh, Captain America and I went to Captain America. Good choice. What yeah. did you think? What did you think? It got, t- talk while I get a drink. Um, you know what? Uh, I liked it, but it also felt like a little too comic booky, like a little too, I should be in the know sort of with all this stuff. Like if I don't give a shit about shield, then like, I don't know enough about shield to care that much. And so this is the interesting thing about uh, uh, the, uh, probably the flaw in, cause Marvel have this plan and the, the plan is that everything relates to the Marvel Universe, right? Right. So these movies coincide with episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, they do? Yeah. So literally the next episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. after you know Captain America came out was them dealing with the plot twist that happens ah, in Captain America, that's right? That's interesting. So they've hooked this whole thing in. Yeah. So for anyone who's watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and is in that universe or, you know, is just a Marvel fan in the broader scheme yeah. of things because S.H.I.E.L.'s obviously been introduced in diff- each of the Marvel films. But the more they hook people into the universe, the more that if you step out of one or two of those things, You're out. there's going to be stuff that you... You know, I'm yeah, I, I felt like I felt like I was watching something and going, "Did you guys forget to tell me something?" Right. That's how it felt. Yeah. And I saw the first. And they're like, "We didn't forget. You just chose not to hear it. <laughs> you chose not to." Wednesday revolve. nights, NBC. Have a look. <laughs> we got Joss Whedon's brother involved. His brother. <laughs> also, I didn't. I didn't care about Hydra. I was. They were fine. Whatever. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I liked I liked um, the first uh, I liked the first half of Captain America. I thought it was pretty the, this new one. I yeah. thought it was pretty good. Like yeah. I was really thought it was, and I didn't think it quite came home as well as it. Yeah, I felt like have, it didn't. It didn't kick into gear and get like I was expecting. Like at some point, I was like, okay, here we go. Now it's just going to be action for the rest of the movie. Right. I was yearning for just crazy action, but there was a lot of stopping and chatting. Yeah, and I just it just and also I got to say, Scarlett Johansson is beautiful. Yeah. But she 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 just doesn't do it for me as an actress. Interesting. She just I don't know because she's you know, she's the lead in a new movie, uh, 
and again, there's a lot of movies at the moment that are coming out that are dealing with this idea of as we approach, like you know, the idea of like a singular singularity right. or transcendence or you know the the rise of technology. There's yeah. a lot of movies at the moment that thematically are dealing with that. And the dude who made um, uh, what is his name, Luke Besson or Luke mm-hmm. Luke Besson? Yeah, is he Run Lola Run? Right? Is that the one? Is that? Uh, did he run Lola Run? That, He's done that, a lot of things. Yeah, but he's. He, um, that was a really bad me not knowing anything about, <laughs> but there's a new movie where she kind of is a drug courier and something goes wrong and uh-huh. her body starts to like essentially evolve. Uh-huh. So like it's about brain power. So it's like, yeah. you know, the idea that we use 10% or whatever, right. she starts to be able to use 20% and 30% yeah. and 40%. And then like the whole world becomes kind of at her mercy. Uh-huh. So it's going to be an entire movie of her. You know, of her really a star uh-huh. vehicle, and I was kind of like, "Oh, I think I'd like to see that film." Yeah, but you, you wouldn't be able to see a whole. Yeah, I don't think so. No. She just doesn't. I mean, she's gorgeous, but she's good looking. I feel like she's not trying, right? As an actor, maybe she doesn't need to. No, as maybe an actor, like, it, like people like, she... like, yeah, that'll do. You're lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she was better when she was younger, yeah. and now she just phones it in. That's how it feels to me. Uh, all right, so I went and saw Transcendence, and yeah. I look. I, here's what I would say, firstly, about that film: is that if there's a target demographic for that film, I am that target demographic. I am too. Yeah, and also the dude who directed it, he shot all Christopher Nolan's films. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's been like okay. uh, Christopher yeah. Nolan's like director of photography or whatever for yeah. like basically every film that he's made. Yeah. So I'm like, well, you know, like he, he probably's picked up some stuff from uh-huh. you know doing that. But it's it's just not very good. Did it make sense? No. <laughs> like, but but not even in their universe. Do you know what I mean? Like, not even by the rules they created. Because that's what I was watching, and I was like, I want to see that, but it looks like it won't make sense. Well, no, but the bits that don't, like, the bits that shouldn't make sense, you know, the big, broad, the, I'm going to accept that you can load Johnny Depp into a, you know, computer. yeah. yeah. That's fine. They do them with enough sort of, yeah. you know, aplomb. But then there's the plot points, like... It's so, it's such a, anyway, I don't want to spoil it for people, but the director and the writer and everyone who made it spoiled it for me. So <laughs> there's just twists in it that just make no sense at all. You're like, no, you've created this entire universe that's along this line. Yeah. And then I'm meant to believe it at the last moment because, you know, he sees his friend and he remembers that he's a, oh, no. like, no, yeah, no, no, really. And oh, secondly, no. It hurts me to say this. I don't know why it hurts me to say this. I have no personal connection to this man. But I don't think Johnny Depp's a good actor anymore. No, he you know what? You're you're it's easy to be a a weirdo. Yeah, it's in much a way, harder right? yeah. to act like Mark Ruffalo does. Right. Uh that's much more difficult. So if all you're doing is being a fucking kook then eventually, what are you doing? What are you as an actor? Right. And You're... this one was like dialed down kook, but not... Like, I reckon his best movie... Well, not his best movie, but the movie that I enjoyed him in the most was that one that's all shot in real time, you know, where he's like... A, it's an assassination movie and it was like... It's all shot in real time and it all has to do... Oh, fuck, I wish I could remember what the name of the movie is. <laughs> all right, I'm going to pause. I'm going to pause. And look it up. It's got a lot of movies coming out. Yeah, he's, he's he's working a lot at the moment. It's you know he obviously. Well, he he is one of those. Guys, you know, at this point, I mean, he does have an island. At this point, you get to make movies if you have an international audience. Like Cameron Diaz, the reason she gets to make movies is because she brings in a huge international audience. Right. 
So Depp brings in a big international audience. Oh, mate, his movies make lots of money. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's look back at what's... And where, tell me where out you, of these... Where do you want to start? Well, let's start with what just came out, Transcendence. I, uh-huh. I think he's terrible in that film. Okay. Because um, he, he doesn't... It's like he's trying to dial it back, but it's like... But he, it's like it's like hanging out with Hunter S. Thompson and playing Captain Jack Sparrow. He's now just so infused in his bones <laughs> that like that he can't shake it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like yeah. Either make this scientist crazy, like yeah. he's meant to be the you know the leading expert in you know, this world of like right. transcendence technology and inventing all this of stuff. Of course right? he is. Yeah. What's it? Either make him kooky. Yeah. Or make him straight, but don't make him just halfway half kooky. Yeah. No. Not even half kooky. Just slight. Anyway. <laughs> And then even when he's playing like a like a machine, it's anyway. All right. So uh, I did not see Lucky Them. Well, did you see... Lucky Them? Where's that? Yeah. I didn't even see that. What about Lone Ranger? Uh, the Lone Ranger, I thought was well. I've as I mentioned before on the podcast, I've tried to watch four times now yeah. and still haven't made it the whole way through. H- horrifying. Possibly the worst film I've ever seen in my yeah. entire life. And his performance was at best racist. <laughs> at best. At worst, a lot worse than that. Um, Dark Shadows, I didn't see. That's that looked like either. the sort of movie that if you're gonna like, that he still might be able to like do a good yeah. job in. Yeah. Uh, Twenty One Jump Street, I thought he was very funny in. Yeah. Uh, but that was a cameo. Total cameo. Uh, all right. Uh, the Rum Diary. Didn't see it. I saw. I, I again. Well, he's What's playing the... Hunter S. Thompson, and it's oh, like okay, he did Hunter S. Thompson again. Yep. Well, okay, so he already did that once. Right. And also, like, yeah, I'd see how he plays it. It's really kooky. Uh, so then he did uh, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Terrible. Do you, know, do, you know the, do you know the Pirates of the Caribbean story? And this is m- maybe where it all went wrong. Okay, tell me. So he, uh, the first movie, they're shooting it, and he starts doing this character. And everyone's really upset by it. And the head of... Disney comes down, like whoever it was at the time, and is like, look, you can't do this. You can't do it this way. And he goes, I'm doing it this way. And so they just have to shoot it, and they're all thinking it's going to be horrible, and it's a huge hit. Huge hit. Worldwide hit. And everybody loved the character. And Yeah. So I think that's where it went off the rails, because now he's convinced. If he just does crazy, people are going to love it. Yeah. Right. Uh, I did not see... Um Oh, uh, The Tourist? Did you see The Tourist? I did not see The Tourist. No, I didn't see The Tourist. I don't uh, care about tourists enough to see movies about tourists. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? What, I have to watch people going on a holiday? <laughs> I don't get to go on a holiday. It's just a movie about people going, do you know where the, um, um, the big tower is? The big tower. We've got our map and they're just... <laughs> its accommodation isn't as good as it looked in the brochure. Is The Tourist... Uh... Oh, no, it sounds like a normal... Okay. okay, so um, Alice in Wonderland, he was terrible in. Horrible. Horrible. Couldn't, couldn't Even watch worse that. than that. Yeah. And then he, was there a dance and song? Oh, I can't remember. Yes, I, it really no. hurt me so much. You're upsetting much. me just talking about it. Uh, Public Enemies, I did not enjoy. Terrible movie. Uh, the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Bad. I didn't say that, I gotta say. Uh, Sweeney Todd, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. It sits on my shelf, never watched. <laughs> never watched. <laughs> Um, Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End Terrible <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest Was that the first one? That's the second no, one No, yep, terrible um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory 
Terrible. 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 And also, like, I'm not one of those people who likes to use the whole, you're ruining my childhood. You know, when somebody makes a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film or something. Right. But you're ruining my childhood. (laughs) You're ruining my childhood, Johnny Depp. Uh, The Libertine, did not enjoy. Finding Neverland, I did not see. Did you see that? I got reasonable reviews, Finding Neverland. And They Lived Happily Ever After, I did not see. Um, Secret Window. I don't oh even know God. what that is. I don't even know what that is. It's about a secret window, I think. Yeah. Ah, oh, right. Uh, no one's interested in that. I've got a secret. Is wait, it a window? Wait, are there's four Pirates of the Caribbean movies? Yeah. And Jesus. I think there's a fifth one coming out. Good God. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. That was the first one, right? Yeah. Uh, I thought that was... Actually, I didn't even enjoy that. What am I talking about? I, th- I didn't even think that was good. I remember yeah. I went and saw that with Gemma and Charlie, I reckon, yeah. and Amy and I went and saw it, and they all loved it. And, you, you know, when you walk out of the cinema and everyone, like, everyone had a great time. Yeah. And all our friends had a great time. Yeah. And you're just, like, hoping that, like, uh, you're in the drive home on the way, you're like, did you think that that wasn't as good as everybody else thought it was? Have you ever gone to a movie with someone, and you're enjoying it, and the person next to you is hating it, and so they start making jokes about it, and you're like, right? oh, no, I'm not watching it. <laughs> I'm actually enjoying this film. I want to know if he remembers what it's like to be Jason Bourne. <laughs> um, from Hell, I actually didn't mind. Yeah, I didn't mind that. And Blow, I didn't mind either. Blow. So that's a couple this, in so a this row. Is, this might be where he went off the right. rails. So this and, is like, and look what I said. He went off the rails. Oh, Pirates, Pirates of the, the Caribbean. Caribbean. It's oh, exactly well, that fucking on. story. That is, that is right. But that means he's had 13 years of shit. <laughs> you know I mean? like, that's a lot of shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because Chocolat, that was, he was okay in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Sleepy Hollow. Actually, I didn't mind Sleepy Hollow I either. I saw it. And that was him being a bit kooky, but that was pre him like going the full kook. Right. He's done the- He has uh, gone full kook. Yeah, he's done the, uh, whatever that Ben Stiller movie was, the, you know, when they talk about going the full retard. Oh, yeah. No, I don't like to use that word, but that's know, but yeah, quite, that's in, the, the, yeah, quite uh, in the film. But he's done yeah. that. He's gone full kook since then. He, he used to just go-, go Okay. Right. Tropic Thunder. So, uh, Tropic Thunder. Uh, the Astronaut's Wife, I didn't see. Ninth the Ninth Terrible. Gate, I did not see. Fear and Loathing, I liked. Right. I he, liked it. But that's him. He's playing Hunter S. Thompson yeah. being kooky. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, Donnie Brasco. He's good in that. That's a, yeah, that's a really good film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick of Time is the movie that I was... I've reassessed, by the way. I think he's be- better. Donnie Brasco. He's pretty good in Donnie Brasco. But yeah. um, Nick of Time was the movie I was talking about. Okay. And, it's, and it's shot in... Real time. In fact, let's have a look and see if I can. I've never even heard of it. He was in Platoon? Wow. Uh, he was in Nightmare on Elm Street. All right, here we go. Nick of Time, starring Johnny Depp, Christopher Walken, Charles S. Dutton, and Courtney Chase. Um, Courtney Chase, who, unfortunately for Courtney Chase, doesn't have her own Wikipedia link. Oh, that's so <laughs> the others, sad. The others are all in blue. So but poor sad, old Courtney bro. Chase, who was forced build... <laughs> <laughs> wasn't quite big enough to ever get her own Wikipedia page. It's a 1995 thriller film. It was ju- directed by John Badham. It's noteworthy for taking place in real time. Uh, Never heard of it. The film opens with Gene Watson, a mild-mannered widowed accountant, arriving with his daughter Lynn at Union Station in Los Angeles. Mate, set here. Set uh-huh. here in Los Angeles. Yeah. As Watson makes a payphone call informing an unidentified person that his train was late. Two mysterious strangers in suits, known only as Mr. Smith, that's Christopher Walken, and Ms. Jones, that's Roma Mafia, surveyed the station from a catwalk discussing a yet-to-be-elaborated scheme. 
Noticing Watson retaliate against a skater who was harassing his daughter, Smith and Jones set their sights on him and swiftly approached the pair. Showing a badge, the two strangers convince Watson that they are police officers and whisk both the father and daughter into a van without justification. Mm. Right, so mm -hmm. they come over, they say, we're cops, get in the van, yeah. right? Once in the vehicle, Watson begins to notice things aren't right and uh -huh. gets nervous. But Smith subs subsequently pistol whips him oh. in the leg to get his attention. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just said, hey, buddy. Right. <laughs> I also feel like that sentence shouldn't have butt in it. Because a sentence that starts, Watson begins to notice things aren't right and gets nervous, shouldn't say, but Smith pistol whips him in the leg. Because that's... Because that's you're implying that that reassures him, which yeah. it should say. And Smith subsequently pisses, <laughs> and then you're like, oh yeah, it was probably right for him to be nervous. This dude's pistol whipping him. Smith then informs Watson that they will kill his daughter by 1:30 p.m. Oh, unless he murders a woman oh. depicted in the photograph. Happens all the time. Yeah. Because this is also the best way to murder somebody. This is the, the best way to murder. There somebody. There is no flaws in this. Part. No, there's no way that it can't work. You know what I mean? Right. We'll plan this out really perfectly. Yeah. But then we'll just leave the last bit to finding a guy at a train station. Right. It's all, it's beautiful. Uh, he soon learns that the woman is State Governor Eleanor Grant and realizes that killing her. Wait, this is all happening in real time? Yep. This is like an episode of 24. <laughs> yeah. It really is. It's 24 before 24. Okay. Right. Uh, so he learns that the woman is state governor Eleanor Grant and realizes that killing her would be a suicide mission. Oh, okay. shit. Uh -huh. Oh, boy. But he's got a and kid. Then, but what maybe, does he do, Dave? But maybe that's why they kidnapped someone to get someone to do it because they didn't want to do it because it's going to be a suicide mission. Oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That, that does that? make sense. Right? Uh, anyone want to take this mission out of us guys who've planned it? No. Is that the... Hey, the, uh, hang on. What's that word you've blanked out before mission on the piece of paper that school, has the mission? School code? School co Is it a school code mission? School, school. Uh, I can see an S at the start. Oh, you're talking about Swissed? A Swissed uh, Swiss <laughs> <laughs> mission? Uh, suicide mission, yes. Um, okay, so once at the Bonaventure Hotel, where a number of campaign appearances are being held, uh, Watson makes several attempts to warn people about his situation. Can I just say the name Watson? Just I just can't. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Right? The movie's called Nick of Time. Sure, these names sh should be Nick. Like, I know it's in real yes. time, but uh, like it would be better if his name was Nick and the yes. movie was called Nick of Time. Yes. That's why it only took $8 million at the US box office. <laughs> Is that it? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, uh, all right. He, he tries to warn a lot of people, but Smith constantly, uh, consistently follows him around taunts and viciously beats him whenever he doesn't make a move. Uh -huh. So the thing is that it's like Christopher Walken still has to hang out with him all day. And right. like, so, cause you think that using someone is a cover, but surely there's going to be video footage and stuff of you like beating this right. guy yeah. all day. Constantly. Later they'll work out yeah. that. And they'll oh, be like, Oh, Hey, wait, there's maybe no it wasn't, Maybe it was the guy who had a daughter that we can't find and was mysteriously beaten by this stranger <laughs> right, just for a, an hour constantly, beforehand. Constantly in the street getting punched and, right. and pistol whipped in his knee. <laughs> um, Which I don't even think is pistol whipping. I think pistol whipping is to the head. To the head, right? No, otherwise, you're just oh. getting hit with a gun. <laughs> 
I would think that any time you whip someone with a pistol, it's pistol whipping. You're really? saying that there's you th- a. I think I think that it's I if it's a pistol. I think the pist- a pistol whip is is directly to the head. All right, you, right, you, you so, keep doing that. I'm going to look up pistol whip. So you think? Yeah, that's what this podcast needs. Two different people concentrating on different things. <laughs> it's the first double wiki. Tofa. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, um, all right. So, uh, Watson manages to find a young campaign assistant, Krista Brooks, who believes that Watson's story and encourages him to report the matter to the governor's husband, Brendan Grant. Oh. Now, what do you think happens when he reports uh, to Brendan Grant, it the governor's hu- husband? Oh, I wonder if he's in on it. Once in his suite, however, Brendan and campaign lobbyists appear to disbelieve the story, and before anything more can be said, Smith shows up in the room and fatally shoots Krista, causing a tense scuffle between Watson and Smith. Watson awakens after unconsciousness and finds nearly everyone on the campaign, including the governor's staff and husband, are involved in the plot. What? With an unnamed right-wing lobby masterminding it all in revenge. Oh, my God. (laughs) Masterminding it all in revenge for the governor not carrying out her campaign promises to his interests. Because that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Watson eventually finds a disabled war veteran named Huey who polishes people's shoes at the hotel. Okay. Huey was in the war, but now he's polishing shoes. I mean... Huey's fell on some hard times. Right. But let me just say this. Thank God a man with the morals that are needed is there. Exactly. Yeah. Huey reluctantly assists Watson to get to Governor Grant's suite and advise her of the conspiracy. Although skeptical at first of Watson's story, she later notices Brendan acts suspiciously about Krista's whereabouts and realizes Watson was telling the truth. Being hastened by her husband to make the last speech, the governor greets supporters in a ballroom when Watson takes out the gun, points it at a projector room where Smith is watching him and shoots at the window. This unleashes a panic in the ballroom, causing a stampede and brief shootout between Watson and the security people. Thinking his wife is dead, Brendan openly gloats about the plot's success. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, because when you eat movies in real time... Did you like this movie? Yeah, apparently. (laughs) I mean, in retrospect... Only to find out in horror, she had heard everything. Like he gloats straight away. Not check. She, it doesn't no, check. It doesn't she's check. Dead. Yes. yes. <laughs> the plot played off that I was behind. Oh, hang on. You're not. Oh, you're not oh, dead. You're right. This oh, is. Oh, I'm sorry. So awkward. Oh, uh, I mean. Hey, honey. I'm so sad. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I meant, yeah. You're alive. <laughs> the plot to keep you alive that I was involved. That's what with, I. Yes. Is what I meant. Uh, in the meantime, Huey stalls the armed Jones, who is in the van with Watson's daughter, Lynn, after she can't get a signal from Smith. Th- he then annoys her with a squeegee man scheme to the point of violent confrontation in which she shoots his wooden leg. Okay. <laughs> Why are there pirates in this? <laughs> Nobody mentioned this is, pirates. This is where Johnny Depp got the idea. He <laughs> was like, I've always enjoyed movies with people with a wooden leg in them. <laughs> Uh, Lynn quickly tries to get out of the van when Smith opens the door and begins to shoot her right after she hides under the seat Watson appears and shoots Smith ailing from his wounds Smith congratulates Watson for becoming a killer just before he's finished off in a coup de gras before Jones can get a clear shot at the father and daughter Huey beats her unconscious with his prosthetic leg (laughs) use what you got you know what I mean? Use what you got. 
Oh my god. Uh, an alternate TV scene and some DVD versions shows the governor thanking Watson and Huey for saving her life, but the penultimate scene shows the conspiracy mastermind stepping on Watson's broken wristwatch and leaving the hotel in a car. Dum, dum, dum. The one they filmed for the sequel that no one wanted. Yeah, no, everyone's like, no, we're good. No, we're good. I, go. don't, I, don't, I don't know what to say about that. That sounds terrible. Uh, last time I read, oh, you're gonna. Did we find out about pistol pistol whipping? Okay, look, pistol whipping is uh, is it says the act of using a handgun as a blunt weapon, yielding it as if it were a club or baton. But later on, it goes to say that pistol whipping is you do it to knock someone unconscious. So right. that's to the head, right? Well, I mean, if you Unless, hit somebody hard enough in, in the, the knee? leg, they would. <laughs> Eventually pass out. I right? would pass out if you hit me hard enough in the like, knee. Yeah. With a gun? You hit me in the knee with a gun? I'm like, I'm going to pass out straight away. Probably before the gun hits my knee. Just as it's going towards my knee, I'll pass out. Um, I was in Minneapolis uh, last week. Yeah. And uh, I found out something pretty exciting about Minneapolis. Why? Uh, particularly apropos of a podcast that I recently posted of the two of us uh, talking. We had a conversation we had a couple of months ago, but about a fine movie franchise uh, oh, called The Mighty, Mighty Ducks. Ducks. Yeah. They filmed that in Minneapolis. Did they really? Yeah. I went and visited places. They no, you the didn't. Oh, my I God. Did. No. What no, else was no, I going to no. do? No. I did. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. I found out. When I mentioned it at the gig, people were wrapped. They were excited. What? It's like a local... like. People must be wrapped that the Mighty Ducks was filmed there. I, I said, I, like, I wasn't even trying oh to make a joke. God. Like, I said to the audience like that night, I said, I went and visited places they filmed the Mighty Ducks today, and people cheered. Shut up. Yeah. I don't even also, know. Also, I don't know what's um, happening. Because, you know, because you've got to work out what places are famous for. Like, in Minneapolis, you know, it doesn't, I mean, there's plenty of things that it has, but yeah. there's not a lot of tourist attractions. No, there, there really do. aren't. No. There's a place called the Mall of America, which is like, just a giant which is not mall. even there, but it's do just you, a giant mall. Do you want to go to a mall that has seven foot lockers in it? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's it. So I did go there. Of course. And uh, that's where I saw Transcendence. <laughs> yes. Perfect. And um, uh, I also, uh, I, d- I don't know why homeless people just don't live in that mall. Right. Because like there's free food everywhere. It's like everywhere I went, people would just give you samples of food. It's crazy. I was full place. before I got to the movies. I yeah. couldn't eat all my popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I shouldn't have filled up on those free samples. I, I don't understand that mall. Uh, I mean, it's and I there's mean, an amusement park in the middle of it. People travel to go to the mall. Oh yeah, you know, it was like it's it was like packed a, full of people. Yeah, yeah. There was robot wars there. People wow. were having robot wars. Where? Like you know, well, just down on the ground floor, there was like yeah. what, you know those kids like who make well not just kids but like yeah, kids and nerds kids. or whatever who yeah. make like robots and yeah. they fight each other. And they were doing it there. Yeah, they were doing it there. Do they still have the roller coaster or whatever? Yeah, there's a roller coaster. Sure. Yeah. yeah, there's all sorts of stuff. Yeah, and they had the they used to have the rink for where they filmed the Mighty Ducks. In there? Yeah, in there. How long before you were bored? Uh, oh, not long. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I saw a movie. Like, I had planned to be out there for like three or four hours, and I thought, well, I'll just look around if, like, you know, if there's three or four hours, and like yeah. an hour and a half, you know, it was like, I'm full of samples, <laughs> I'm going to watch a movie. <laughs> uh, but I did um, uh, visit a few Mighty Ducks places. I also, uh, uh, I had. How uh, did you feel when you saw. Like, like, what, like, name one place that you went to. That um, oh, well, there was the, the place where there was kind of like the the shop that was the you know where the Gordon Bombay, uh, his mentor, yeah, lived and worked uh-huh. and sold the skates and stuff like that. Yeah, I felt at home. <laughs> you know? Like I'd finally, it was like coming home. 
That's what it felt like. It felt felt right. And then a bunch of I looked around and all your customers behind me had formed into a V. Started quacking. It's beautiful. Yeah, it was pretty beautiful. Yeah. Um, I uh, also had uh, one of the, and I won't name this person, even though I do know this person's name because of the mm. story I'm going to tell. Oh. Um, I got a, a gift uh, because we've talked a lot on this podcast about bread mm. and how I don't think that I can find you know particularly good bread in America. And I'm thinking about mm. doing something, Dave. Which have is, you been to the the La Brea Bakery? No, I haven't. Okay, but okay. So, well, two things. Mm. Firstly. Um, Okay, I'll tell you what happened, and then I'll get to the. I thing mean, we that, already know that, that your whole idea of of not finding good bread in America was blown apart by San Francisco sour. Right, but this the point that I made on that podcast was very simple, which Did is you, that's your minimum standard for bread. Yes, that's okay. what bread should totally. Be. Yeah, that should not be something that you have to like go on a you know three movie Peter Jackson quest right. to find. Right, I yeah, right? totally agree. That is bread. That's why I I often make my own bread. Okay, oh well, okay, well, let's yeah. get to that in a second then. Somebody had made me bread. Uh-huh. They'd, they'd brought me bread to the show, which yeah. is very nice. Yes. Uh, and they had all also brought me homemade Vegemite. What? Homemade Vegemite. What is that? Well, you know, do you know what Vegemite is? No. Vegemite is Australia's national spread. You've never heard of Vegemite? No, I'm from America. Yeah, but like you've never heard of it? I've never heard of it. Really? No. You've never heard of Vegemite? Hang no. On. I, I, pro- I probably have some in the cupboard. Really? Is it like uh, I'm gonna, let me try and guess what it is? Yeah, it, yeah. It's uh, so you take a bunch of vegetables and you turn them into like a peanut butter, <laughs> and then uh, and then you spread that on bread, and it tastes like a bunch of vegetables on bread. It's made out of what's left when you uh, make beer. I've seen this. Right? So it's like a yeast spread. Uh-huh. So basically when they make beer, there's stuff left over. And in Australia, we were like, we're not wasting fucking of course, beer, mate. Of course you... Yeah, I want to be course. able to spread that beer on my toast. <laughs> <laughs> I want children to be able to sp- spread that beer wait, on the toast. Wait, wait, are you throwing that out? Was Hang that on. part of the beer? Can I just get some bread and mop, <laughs> mop that up? That mop up that beer paste? So yeah, it's called Vegemite. It's Australia's like national sort of spread. It's 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 something that is world renowned because Australians grew up with it. So we enjoy the. Oh, it looks like a marmalade. We enjoy the taste of it. Whoa, whoa, right. whoa, whoa! That's like medicine, <laughs> bad medicine. It's like burnt medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Vegemite tastes like burnt medicine. <laughs> it's very salty. Uh huh. Um, if you eat it straight, like people really, I mean, you would find it unpleasant to yeah. taste. But if you put it on like toast with like some butter, it's yeah. delicious. Okay. Like I love it. But yeah. overseas people do not have a taste for Vegemite. But anyway, it's not something that is really known anywhere else in the world. Right. And I've certainly never heard of the idea of anyone making homemade Vegemite. Right. Like because you'd think. Even in Australia, you haven't heard of that? No. Okay. Like no one's ever. Like. But it's, so you would have it's to. Wild, you... It's widely available and it's extremely affordable. There's absolutely no reason. Like they nailed it. Like there's no one who's going. Like they got I should, it. I should improve this weird, <laughs> salty, black beer residue spread. Like it's either you like that or you don't like that. So, you know? but it's so someone had to have made beer and then they're like, and then I'll. No, take no. It. I, I think these days you could just like you know get yeast. Whip it up. Yeah, you just need yeast e- extract. So this is what what it's got in it: yeast extract. Uh, from yeast grown on uh, barley and wheat. Uh-huh. Uh, salt, mineral salt, malt extract, colors, flavors. So it's not, you know, like, I mean, you know, it's not really yeah. many ingredients. Right. Uh, 
But to answer your question, can you home make your own Vegemite? No. No, you can't. No. No, you can't. No. That is the answer. No. But you can try. You can try. You can give it a crack. Uh, so two things about, and this is why I didn't mention this person's name, even though I'm extremely grateful for the bread, which was delicious, yeah. uh, and the homemade Vegemite, which he knew at best was speculative. Sure. Um, so he'd also made them both with, uh, like, with weed in them. Like they were like you know they were edibles, yeah. as you would say, right? Uh-huh. So like it was a dude who listen, yeah, who knows me, listens to the podcast, was yeah. like, I know you like bread, and yeah. I'll make you like some you know weed bread, yeah. and so like that way you could you know. Yeah. Relax your hips at night with some toast. <laughs> Very nice thing to do. Yes. Uh, the Vegemite uh, also apparently had that extract in it, which may have been. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it was so terrible, I couldn't even eat it to get high. Uh, that's, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. But one night, I really wanted to like get high, and the only thing that I had left was the Vegemite. And even I couldn't put a spoon of that oh. in my mouth, and I put disgusting things in my mouth to get high over the years. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. So... What I didn't realize was that when you make toast with, and it was like, there was like a, it was kind of like a rosemary and like whatever, you know, yeah, you know, bread. Yeah. And so, yeah, really quite delicious. Uh-huh. And what I didn't realize though is that when I was toasting it late at night, because it smelled like just toasting bread to me. Yeah. But the next day when I came back into the room, I mean, even Snoop would have been like, what has been going on? Really? Like, oh, the smell of when you cook that, like in an enclosed space. Yeah. Oh, it just smelled like, a, it smelled like, you know, when you walk past a weed dispensary. Seriously? And like in the street and it kind of knocks you over with yeah. that hot, that's what it was like. Yeah. What, and you, so I had to air out my room. I wonder if you're going to get, uh, sometimes they'll send you a charge. After Didn't smoke in the room, man. Didn't smoke in the room. <laughs> I didn't. That's the rule. The rule didn't say don't fucking toast weed bread in the room. Saw that nowhere. I'll take you to court, motherfuckers. I signed that contract. I know what it said. Yeah. Okay. I did not smoke right. once in yeah. that room. All right. Yeah. You're very defensive. Yeah. Well, because I'm right, man. When you've got the truth on your side, you can be defensive. Uh, yeah, okay. But the second part to that conversation is something that interests me because you said that, which is sometimes why you make bread. So the New York Times had this big uh, pullout in their weekend magazine about all the best breads in New York. And then yeah. they had found all these, the best bread bakers across the country. Yeah. And then they put like some of their recipes in the New York oh, Times. Like, right? And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should like mm-hmm. make my own bread. Yeah. But I... I feel like that's something that I think about myself in the same way as like, I should okay. learn French. Get a bread maker. That I will never do. Well, is, does that defeat some of the purpose though? It does, but it still tastes, it still tastes fantastic. Still tastes better? Yeah. And you can, and you can also, you know, you, you can make different kinds of bread. It's just, a, it's just a, it's an easier way to do it. Right. But does it take, like, you know, surely I it should tastes, be like creating my own, you know, living you can, cultures and putting it in the... Yeah, you know, I mean, that sounds like something... I mean, it sounds it like It sounds a like a, a way for you never to do it. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what it is. That is a way for me to never do it. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. What am I thinking? Of course I need yeah. a machine. Yeah. And they're great because you it's once you know how to do it, you can whip up bread so fast. Right. How long does it take you to make bread? Uh, in the machine? Yeah. Four hours. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And what do you need to put into it, the machine? Like, do you have to source, like, I mean, like, is there special, like, how does it work? Well, you uh, you put whatever you 
you know, use the flour and, and water and, and then whatever you, if you want to make a, like if you want to make a rye, you, you would follow that recipe and put in whatever you want or a sourdough and, and then you put the yeast on top and it slowly goes in and it's just mixing it and then cooking it up and it's super easy oh, and it okay. tastes so good. All right. Maybe that, okay, well that's what I'm going to do then. I'm really, I really recommend a bread maker. I All can't, right. and not, I can't enough. Well, um, this podcast that was uh, sponsored today by Breadmakers. So <laughs> Breadmakers and no dep. Yeah, bre- breadmakers.com. Make sure you check out their website. <laughs> Click on the uh, Tofop Fofop button in the corner and use the uh, code... Dep. No, that was it. <laughs> Sorry, oh, that, code, was the code? that was the code? That was yeah, the code? Yeah, yep. it's, yep. it's a lot of underscores. And um, There you go. Uh, so anyway, that's the end of the podcast because we're going to go and get some lunch. And uh, I might make you try Vegemite later. Uh, make me? Why not make you? I'll Invite try. I'll, you try. I'll, see what, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I mean, you could just, not, it looks terrifying. It yeah. looks, it's, it's scary. Well, I could, well, you could have a little taste of it and then I can record your thoughts on that. And then, I, yeah. and I, then I'll put a bit on toast and you can have a taste of that. Okay. And you might right. not like either of those yeah. things. But, you know, we could, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could have a go. Well, yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Dave, uh, what, what do you have to plug? The dollop. You're doing the dollop again and you had a guest on the dollop. I did. It was so fun. Uh, you know, I've been trying the dollop and, uh, and it got a little waylaid by uh, me getting busy. So the new format. You mean having sex, right? You know, you know. Yeah, you're you know, getting busy. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is talking you were about. Just getting I mean, busy, I've been right? fucking like crazy. Right. I mean, then right. I broke my foot. Seriously. Then I broke my foot. Then I stopped <laughs> fucking. But for a while, I was can't fucking. do any scenes. <laughs> um, uh, so it was. You know, I like talking to people. So doing it on my own was. You know, I was like, all right, enough of that. The reason, the idea I got was because remember the time we sat down and talked about the Everest thing? Yep. I was like, this is so fun. This is what I want it to be. So I, now I did the first one with Gareth Reynolds and it was a blast. And people are like, that's, that's one guy was like, that's the funniest podcast I've ever heard. Right. So it was really fun. Just getting one topic and being able to like. One topic. Right. And really explore it. Uh, so the Everest things, speaking of that, like, did you see that they're, but they're, yeah. looks like they're going to cancel like Everest yeah, <laughs> can't cancel Everest. Everest is done. Yeah, Everest is done. <laughs> We've cancelled it. What do you no. mean? Isn't it? A, isn't it a giant mountain? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But the business, <laughs> the business is closed. Closed the business. We put up some chains. We lost a few. We We've chains. moved on. Uh, we put a lot. We put a padlock on. We put it. a padlock on it. We're building a fence next next year. So at the moment, we just got some. Uh, we got some cones, some orange cones. <laughs> Don't go past the cones. Don't go past the cones. <laughs> hey, are you? Hey, what are you doing? Uh, Back behind uh, the cones, mate. Oh, okay. Back behind. The... Did you not see the cones? Yeah, I saw them. I just didn't know what they were there for because it's a mountain. Right, but yeah, well, well it's coned off, mate. <laughs> so, okay, jog I, on, mate. I thought maybe you okay. take your you take your camping equipment and your shirt, well, and you jog I paid on. Twenty thousand dollars to. Yeah, well, too bad, mate. Cones. Oh. <laughs> on your way. K two, I recommend, mate. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so the Sherpa, because a lot of Sherpas died. Yeah, 12 there was a, or 13. And, yeah, and it's, so they're basically on strike, which is fair enough. For totally fair enough, because they also were like, we, we should, the family should get some money, and they're yep. like, all right, here's $400. Yeah. Oh, oh, did you not hear what we right. said about that? Well, maybe we shouldn't have said some money, but we just thought it was implied <laughs> in what we said. Like, we, we didn't mean like, can we just have some money? Like, I, I appreciate that you've given me whatever's in your pocket. Oh, I but didn't mean like gum money. I meant like right. money where I could use. I didn't need petty cash, <laughs> but up to the funeral. I mean, like, I mean, literally compensation for Actual, their lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. All right, that's good. This is uh, this podcast brought to you today by K2, now the premier climbing mountain in the world. K2 and no dap. Uh, so, um, uh, so people can find the dollop. That's exciting. What else? Are you doing gigs and stuff? Is there anything that you want to plug? Well, Marin starts on May 8th. Okay, great. All right. And the episode that I that I came up with, I didn't write it, but I thought it up is the first one okay fantastic yeah yeah all right well that's exciting what, it is. what, what, what so people can find that like either on their televisions or on yeah the i don't know I, I don't think it i don't think it airs down in australia but people I mean, i've talked to i've australia. talked to like people steel have seen it. steel saunders and other people who have figured out a way to watch right. whatever they want so uh <laughs> if you don't know how to watch it um just uh, send steel a tweet <laughs> steel how do you person whose name is steel Get episodes of Mark Maron steal. Like, what is your secret steal uh, to getting these episodes steal? <laughs> I think he'll get what you're talking about. That's the code, though. Just like, hey, steal, wink, put wink in. Hey, steal, wink. How do you get your episodes of Maron? Uh-huh. Question mark. Steal, hmm. wink. Send. <laughs> Send him that message. <laughs> that's it. That's perfect. That'll be fun. Uh, all right. Well, that's very exciting. I am in uh, Buffalo, New York this week. Uh, next week, I am at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival in Portland, Oregon. Uh, I am doing set list. I know that. I, I have some other gigs as well, but I have to actually look them up and find out what they are uh, because they haven't really sent them to me. Yeah, but, I have a few, but I can't remember yeah. what they are. And uh, after that, uh, Sydney Comedy Festival. That's a big one. Uh, if you're in Sydney, two shows at Chatswood, two shows at the Enmore. Uh, it's only a few weeks away now. So um, if you want to come out and see those shows, that would be really cool. Um, I'm coming to a bunch of other places later in the year, Cleveland and uh, Dallas and the UK and like a, oh. anyway, weird and wonderful places, but I'll just tell you about those when it's closer to those times. Mm-hmm. Let's go and get something, Nate. Yep. Fofof. <laughs> <laughs>